listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is unleashing not a revolution, but a devolution. And he's here to explain this odd connection between among punk rock, hmm, a car vehicle roof rack, an Irish setter, and a presidential candidate named Mitt Romney. Now, have I provided you enough clues for you to guess our special guest? All right, no more suspense, I promise you. I want all of us to give pause and applause to the one and only Gerald Casale of the American New Wave band Devo. Welcome to the show, Gerald. Hi, how are you? Very good, very good. Now, Gerald's going to unleash a brand new song right here on the air. It's a timely one for this upcoming presidential election. And we're going to get into the details right after we pay for the show by taking a commercial break. So, everybody, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm delighted our special guest today is Gerald Casale. You know, he's been a name in the music industry since he, his brother Bob, teamed up with a pair of brothers named Mark and Bob, and they formed the band Devo. Their song, Whip It, soared up the Billboard charts to number 14 back in 1980. It became a classic MTV video. I mean, I still remember it. I saw it again recently, and I just laugh every time I see that lady, the mother in the window. You know what I'm talking about, Gerald? And and you I triggered, oh my gosh, you triggered a whole cult following for your band. Well, guess what? Gerald's back. He's got a new song, and it's dedicated to a very special Irish setter named Seamus. Hey, Gerald, welcome to the show. Hi. So talk to me about uh, this new song. Uh, I'll let you give us the name of the song. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, Don't Roof Rack Me Bro. It's a lament. It's kind of a sad blues song with a um, upbeat, and it's uh, dedicated to Seamus, uh, Romney's dog. Posthumously, of course, Seamus is long gone. But he was a beautiful Irish setter, 
and uh, he's back from the grave in our song to shame us, shame our consciences. He's, um, he's here to remind us that what Romney did to him really is a all-telling character deal-breaker. That's what I would call it. That's pretty strong words. So for the three people on the planet that don't know what happened to Seamus, please tell us, Gerald. Oh, sure. Uh, I think it was, what, 1983? Romney was 36 years old, and was he governor at the time? He might have been, yeah. I'm trying to be good in economic class right now. I think so. Uh, I, I think he was, he was definitely a public figure because that's why this story has, quote, legs, so to speak, because... There were many witnesses. He doesn't deny the story, but he um, maybe to save money, even though that he was born with a silver spoon <laughs> in his mouth. That's right. I mean, after all, he was the son of George Romney, so uh, he was the governor of Massachusetts as well. So I hope I'm getting an A in uh, political science class. He took a wooden crate and put Seamus in it and strapped it down to the roof of his station wagon and went on a 12-hour drive with the family vacation spot in the summer. So poor Seamus was up there on the roof and, uh, you know, got sick, understandably, started convulsing. And uh, to show his joy, he dispensed with uh, mounds of uh, liquid poo-poo that came down the windows of the car. And that's where the story really became public because Romney had to pull into a, uh, a gas station and he had to disassemble everything, wash the car down, wash poor Seamus down, wash the crate out, and then inexplicably and unbelievably put the whole assembly back together in front of many witnesses who knew who he was, put the dog back in the crate and took off. <laughs> you know, there's some kind of poetic justice when you got poo-poo coming in from the windows, don't you think? I mean, a dog can't write you a nasty email or give you the paw. He did everything he could to say, stop the car! <laughs> Well, you know, when they say the shit hits the fan, this time it, it hit the window washer. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. look, dogs, dogs don't lie. You know, the proof's in the poo-poo. It's just a, for anyone who's ever had any empathy for any dependent poor beast, whether it's a, a dog or a child or an aging grandparent, to to, um, to hear this story is just kind of, at best, is a head scratch. You know, it's um, disturbing. And I really okay. just do think that it shows that behind that kind of tight smile of Romney's is a, you know, an angry man with some humanity missing down there in his gut. But how do you really feel, Gerald? <laughs> you know, in your song, Don't Roof Rock Me, Bro, you have lyrics that clearly say, dogs don't argue, dogs don't lie. You know? That's right. They're wonderful. Dogs, you know. We created dogs. Um, That's right. And created all the breeds of dogs, made the dogs have traits and, and inherited instincts and, and, and made them dependent on him. So, I mean, man has a big responsibility when it comes to dog. That's and true. That's true. There's a symbiotic relationship there. And it's just, this, this is beyond the pale. Now, Gerald, you know, I was going to ask you if the Whippet was your favorite breed, but <laughs> let me ask you, uh, what's your favorite purebred or are you a mutt man? I like many types of dogs. I really do. Uh, Personally, I like big dogs. I had a, a Weimaraner. I had a yellow Labrador Retriever. Uh, I had a Boxer at one point in my life. Oh, that's... I like the sporting and hunting dogs. They well, seem so engaging and seem so smart. 
So have any of them ever worn that famous Devo red energy dome hat? <laughs> I have never subjected a dog to a uh, costume photo. Oh, okay. Uh, well, speaking of that, I was just, I was sniffing around your background and I found some fun, interesting factoids about you and the group. And I guess um, McDonald's one time tried to do a Happy Meal that was mimicking your famous Devo hat. Yeah, yeah. It did a huge promotion. <laughs> and what it was is they had taken these characters, you know, because they like to give out little chotskis to children to get them to eat this crappy food. So um, they uh, had like the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. Each decade has a separate Happy Meal with a separate character. Of course, the 80s became New Wave Nigel. And oddly enough, New Wave Nigel had on a yellow suit and a red energy dome. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So what happened? Well, you know, we were appalled because um, that's one company we wouldn't further liaise with or be associated with, you know, in any kind of branding situation, and um, we, 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 of course, contacted them through our lawyer, and we just found out how powerful and how, you know, omnipotent McDonald's is. Let me tell you, there is no justice left in America. <laughs> uh, they have so much money and such a bank of lawyers that we were basically read the riot act, and we were lucky to get out by the seat of our pants, and it was a pyrrhic victory because they then pulled that character uh, that's mm-hmm. the best thing. They were going to sue us, okay? That's wow. how upside down this country is. Now, there's a twisted kind of legal beagle, wouldn't you say? Legal beagle. Yeah. What I like about you, Gerald, is that you have a backbone and you're not afraid to take a stand. Now, I was doing a little checking and I saw that back in 08, you did a fundraiser for President Obama in your hometown. I realized that you and I are a couple of Midwesterners. I'm from Crown Point, Indiana, and you're from Akron, Ohio, correct? That's correct. All right, we Midwesterners, we're corn-fed. We know what to do, right? Well, you know, Ohio was, uh, as it is this time, a pivotal swing state. And uh, the idea of McCain and Palin was just unpalatable. You know, and Obama was was definitely good at rallying troops and making um, open change speeches. And we felt we could do anything to help avert McCain-Palin, we would do so. Okay. Um, So much has changed in those four years. And the political landscape is meaner and uglier even than it was then. And certainly Obama's proven that no matter what your intentions are, to be a, to be a candidate who wins, you are bought and paid for. And, uh, yeah. and now we've come to this point where, because of the Supreme Court decision, where basically it's kind of bold face commerce. You buy the election. So whoever raises the most money will probably win. And that's a cynical and frightening reality. And that gets us back to Romney. This isn't so much about Republicans and Democrats or Red and Blue. I've said it many times. It really isn't. Because basically the president today is a figurehead in a plutocracy that's run by corporations who put most of their money outside the United States. And America is just a brand. National interests aren't really being served by anybody in office. And it does matter. You know, figureheads matter. As you well know, music is very powerful. You have a chance to really bring out a message in a song. So I wanted to ask you with now with social media, how do you think your song, Don't Roof Rock Me Bro, will have on this political campaign? Well, believe it or not, a whole bunch of people, even though (laughs) that story 
been running since the de- uh, since the Republican primary debate. There are a lot of people who've never heard this story. And what my experience has been is that anybody with a heart, Republican or Democrat, that hears this story is disturbed by it. So if you could change a few people's minds and have them pause and think about twice about Romney, who's making empty promises about giving everybody jobs, you know, if you could make them realize that what kind of man they're dealing with, maybe, you know, maybe it would help keep him out of office. Hey, everybody. We're speaking with Gerald Casale. He is one of the founding members of that punk rock group, Devo. He's created a song, Don't Roof Rock Me, Bro. It's called Seamus Unleashed. It's about the Irish setter that once belonged to presidential candidate Mitt Romney. And thank you very much, Gerald, because he's given us permission to play that song. And you're going to hear that song right after this commercial break. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hi, this is Margaret Cho. I'm with Arden Moore on the O-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. So please listen. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O-Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is Gerald Casale from the band Devo. And as promised, you've all been very, very good. You've sat, you stayed. So here we go. This is his new song called Don't Roof Rock Me Bro, Seamus Unleashed. <laughs> Shame 
A big pause up, Gerald. That is a great song. It gets people really thinking. And I was looking at your background, and I realized, uh, if you care to talk about it, what impact did it have you being a student at Kent State University in 1970? For all you folks that are history buffs and all, that's a very, very important year in history. And, Gerald, please tell us about that. I was in the middle of those killings when the National Guard shot at us and killed four students. Oh, Oh my gosh. What year of school were you and what were you you majoring in at the time? Well, I was in 20th century comparative literature. Really? Okay. Um, So, you know, and then I I added um, the fine art, printing and painting. So I graduated with two majors. Oh, wow. And luckily, I graduated because I could have been killed that day. Um, certainly, you know, I was in the middle of it, and two of the people killed were within 50 feet of me. Um, one was like 20 feet. When you see something that traumatizing, and it was all trumped up by the governor and the uh, Board of Regents because of the expansion of the Vietnam War into Cambodia, and they didn't want student activist groups being able to start to... Uh, what they would consider, you know, disturbances. Uh, they didn't want us protesting. So what they did was brought in the National Guard who promptly suspended our First Amendment rights by announcing martial law over the bullhorns so that that then gave them the um, rationale to then shoot tear gas at us and start charging us. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway, the point is... <laughs> You can't help but be politicized that when you see in the aftermath that those who control the media and write history spun the whole thing, uh, the students were presented as the problem, the guard was exonerated, disinformation was put out that students had guns, and that that belief persisted for years, uh, you know, just the way that they said Al-Qaeda and Saddam Hussein were in cahoots with uh, weapons of mass destruction. And they say it over and over. It's not true, but it doesn't matter because people believe whatever they hear. Do you think with the social media now that it's harder to pull the wool over the public's eyes or not? I think that there's a dual thing going on. There's certainly just more and more percentage of the young population tuned out altogether. They just gave up on politicians, on broadcast TV on any official authority. They're just in their own world. And then there's this other thing where they don't care. You know, it's not just that they're cynically removed from these people. It's just they don't actively then take care of any any problem, even on a community level. They they just turn the other cheek and and let malign people um, have their way. And that's not good. Hey, your song, Don't Roof Rock Me Bro, is generating a lot of headlines. You're in the Rolling Stone, Huffington Post, Boston Globe, and hey, oh, behave on Pet Life Radio. You've really hit the pinnacle there. So what's the... Of all dog lovers, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have a site called Remember Seamus at Facebook where we've eulogized Seamus and and have this really nice campaign t-shirt featuring Seamus as the only candidate you can trust. Uh, He's the only candidate for real change. And, uh, and, the, and I'm donating a portion of the proceeds to no-kill animal shelters. Tell us a little bit more about that, how people can get it, how much are the shirts, and we definitely would love 
do a shout out on that for you to help raise oh, money yeah. for shelters. Well, they're just uh, typical T-shirt price. You just go to uh, Remember Seamus at Facebook, and it's right there on the home page. You'll see it. It says uh, Remember Seamus 2012, and it's a Obama-style campaign poster. But we feel Seamus is really only the only trustworthy candidate in the modern political landscape. That's saying a lot. Uh, we're talking about an Irish setter who's been long gone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I'm kind of scared by that. <laughs> but he's back. He's back. He's back yeah. to shame us. Shame yeah. us into having a conscience again. So you know what, Gerald? I'm going to go out and buy a Remember Seamus t-shirt. I've got to tell you, it's a great cause. Uh, years ago, I was a newspaper reporter and I covered politics. Now you know why I'm into covering pets. Uh, the political landscape can be quite bitey at times. I, I understand. How did you come up with the name Devo, and, and what does it mean? I understand it, it is not evolution, but what exactly is it? Yeah, it's a contraction of the word de- devolution. devolution. Okay. So it's a, you know, it's just a top contraction to make it easy for people to remember so they don't have to say de-evolution. So where did the decades all go, Gerald? You started with Devo back in the uh, early 80s. And now I understand you're helping a whole new generation of musicians. That's true. That's true. You know, we became kind of quote, a legacy and we influenced a lot of people. And, and now we're the, uh, you know, the grandfathers of electronica. And, uh, you know, Mark uh, has a uh, scoring uh, business called Mutato Musica. And he scores for TV and, and film. And... Uh, I I write and produce and work with groups. I direct music videos and commercials. Uh, we're working on a Devo musical. And really? Finishing, yeah, we're finishing a Devo documentary that should be available next year. Tell us a little bit more about that because we'll definitely have you back on. Yeah, well, it just tries to, the documentary does the obvious. It tries to place us, you know, at a pivotal point in pop culture, American history, like how we just, appeared on the scene and shocked everybody and nobody understood where we came from or how we did it. And uh, it, it tries to put it in context of, uh, of the social and political and religious forces being at that time. Back in the early 80s, MTV was a launching pad for a lot of musicians with their videos. Talk about your video, Whip It, and how did you come up with this whole cowboy scene in it? There was no MTV when we made that video. What was funny is MTV showed up a year and a half later. Oh, really? We had, we had five videos made, and they were only broadcasting in three cities, testing the idea. And they flew out to L.A. and took us to lunch and said, we need your videos, we can't pay you anything, but we're going to make you guys big. And um, so they put all our videos on the air because they really had no programming. They had, like, a Rod Stewart <laughs> video, and they had the... The Buggles video killed the radio star, and they played the same 10 videos all day long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So then what happened was the idea was working well in these three test cities. So, you know, with American Express money, they went national uh, franchise. And Whippet had already peaked on the charts and gone back down, but they started playing the video all the time, and it sparked a second wave. But then when we came out with a new record, they were already so powerful and they were in line with top 40 radio that they said, Hey, Devo, you don't have a top 40 hit here. So we're not playing your video. Well, shame on you for being ahead of the curve. Exactly. 
pioneers of that skill. <laughs> That's right. Now, I understand that the proceeds for the Remember Seamus t-shirts that are available on Facebook are going to go to animal shelters, correct? Go ahead. Yeah, no-kill shelters. No and, kill uh, shelters. Make that clear, yeah. Okay, great. And uh, do you have any four-legger in your life right now? Believe it or not, um, I have, for the first time in my life, a cat. Oh, <laughs> um, at the behest of my girlfriend, and what? It's not just any normal cat; it's an incredible super cat. What's the it's cat's a, name? Well, the cat's name is Mau Mau. M a u m a u. Mau Mau. Okay. Like the vicious African tribe in the '60s that expelled the last English colonialists from Central Africa. Okay. But uh, but the reason I named her Mau Mau is she has uh, ancestry from Africa. She's 75% serval, S-E-R-V-A-L. So I know that breed. Yeah, wow. and wild African cat. And she's 25% domestic tiger cat. So wow. she, uh, she acts half like a dog. She's very social, very interactive. She walks on a leash. She fetches. She's not afraid of water. She jumps in the shower. She's only, she's not even six months old. <laughs> and, uh, She's going to get to be 25 pounds when she's full. Wow. That here, kitty, kitty. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the vet that gave her her last shot said, wow, I hope this doesn't go for your jugular. <laughs> I've got to tell you, I believe that real men love cats, and I'm tickled to death that you have Mama in your life. I've got a cool cat myself named Ziki. She survived a knifing attack as a stray she now goes with me everywhere. You know what? You deserve a way to know how cats think. So after the show, we'll get some information. And I'm going to send you an autographed copy of my book, The Cat Behavior Answer Book. I think Mama would be quite pleased for you to know how cats really think. Yeah. Would you like that? It's a free prize for you, yeah. Gerald Casali. <laughs> that would be great because I'm a novice when it comes to cat behavior. You know, I'm a veteran of dogs and the, and the cat has won me over. So I, I need to learn. She had you at meow, right? She sure did. <laughs> All right. Well, sure we're going to do that. But before we go, I want everybody to please, please, please dash over to Remember Seamus on Facebook. And yeah. Gerald Casali has a lot of information there on how you can get some T-shirts and profits will go to no-kill shelters. I want you to please tune in and check out the song Don't Roof Rock Me Bro will be officially unleashed on August 26th which is the first day of the National Republican Convention. Correct, Gerald? Mm -hmm. In conjunction with my friend, who's a great guy, Scott Kreider, who has the really wonderful site called Dogs Against Romney. He and his friends have made a video game uh, that's going to be a mobile video game called The Crate Escape. Crate uh, Escape. <laughs> the Crate Escape, where you help Seamus escape from his crate and take revenge on Romney. And it's a animated video game, and the song and the game are being released together because the song is in the game. Nice. And, and uh, Scott put all that together. He coordinated the whole thing. Okay, so that is Scott Kreider. It is dogsagainstromney.com, and the game yeah. is called Crate Escape. That sounds wonderful. You know, yeah. I really enjoyed speaking to you, Gerald. I hope you had a good time on the Old Behave show. I did. All right. Well, from one Midwesterner to the other, I give you a big pause up. I wish you much success. I will send you a copy of my Cat Behavior Answer book. What's the first name of your girlfriend? And I'll put all of your names in the autograph. Her name is Krista. Okay. And M-A-U-M-A-U, -A -U, correct? 
Mau Mau. Mau Mau. All right. Well, that's a deal. After the air, we'll get the details on how to do that. At this time, also, I want to thank my cool producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. you got to check out Pet Life Radio. It is growing faster than a young Labrador puppy. We've got a lot of great shows, a lot of great ways to get you to tune in on your iPhone, anywhere. you got it. Mark is the man. And also, I give a salute to Gerald Casale, the man of the Devo group, and he's got that great song called Don't Roof Rock Me, Bro. Uh, Seamus Unleashed. Thank you again, Gerald, for being a guest on the show and for letting us tune into the song. All right. Thank you. All right. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com.